0: On the weekend, sometimes go and pick blueberries, especially um, in late May and June when blueberries were in season. Hey everyone, this is Play Me a Recipe. I'm Valerie Lomas, coming to you from my kitchen in Harlem. Today, we're going to be making the one bowl blueberry buckle from my debut cookbook, Life is What You Bake It. The recipe is also linked in the show notes, but we'll be gathering the ingredients, the blueberries, the butter, the sugar, the flour, doing everything alongside each other. So feel free to pause or jump back using the podcast chapters if you need a little bit more time. So to get started, we're gonna need the basic baking dry staples. We're using one cup of self-rising flour, one cup of granulated sugar, one teaspoon of kosher salt, and we'll also be using one stick of unsalted butter, one cup of whole milk, and one cup of fresh or frozen blueberries. Plus, I like to serve this with some vanilla ice cream. Let's talk about substitutions. If you don't have self rising flour, you can substitute it with one cup of all purpose flour. You're just going to add one and a half teaspoons of baking powder and an additional one quarter teaspoon of kosher salt. So you would have a total of one teaspoon and one quarter teaspoon of kosher salt for this recipe. As for the equipment, I love how simple this one bowl recipe is. You will need one large bowl. A whisk is helpful. If you don't have a whisk, you can use a fork. And we're gonna be baking this in a nine by five inch loaf pan. I'm gonna be using metal or aluminum, but you can also use a ceramic or glass loaf pan for this dish. So let's get started. Go ahead and preheat your oven to 375 degrees Fahrenheit and place a rack in the middle of the oven. You wanna put the butter in the loaf pan and put it in the hot oven because the oven is actually going to melt the butter for us. Keep an eye on it because you don't want that butter to burn. And also it's really helpful if you cut the butter into chunks so that they're equal size and that way the butter will all melt at the same time because if you put a whole stick of butter, the outside will melt before the inside and you want your butter to melt evenly so that you know you won't have the liquid evaporate before the rest is done melting. So next, I'm gonna prepare my blueberries. I'm gonna give my blueberries a quick rinse and a colander. I like to use blueberries for this, but this recipe is pretty versatile. And if you wanna use another berry, like blackberries or raspberries, that would be wonderful. And when you're rinsing your raspberries, I suggest you put them in the colander and you just submerge it in water because raspberries and even blackberries, they can be a little bit more delicate than blueberries. So I'm just giving my one cup of blueberries a rinse and I'm gonna let them soak. I'm gonna let the water just kind of drip off in the colander. If you wanna speed that process along, you can also put your berries in a salad spinner to help get rid of some of that water. And if you're using frozen berries, you can skip the rinsing step. So next, I am adding my flour to my one bowl, and I'm using the scoop and level method. So I'm just taking a large spoon, scooping it into my flour container and then kind of dropping the flour into the measuring cup. I don't want to pack the flour down in there because then I won't get an accurate measurement. But another really great way to accurately measure flour is to weigh it if you've got a scale. And one cup of flour is about 125 grams if you're weighing it. And I actually included volume, which would be one cup, and weight measurements in my cookbook and for the rest of these recipes for those of us who do like to weigh ingredients. So I've got my one cup of flour and now I'm going to add one cup of granulated sugar. And unlike flour, you don't have to do the scoop and level method because um, with sugar, You're not really gonna be able to pack it in there like you would with something like the self-rising flour or really any type of flour. In this case, it's when I say flour, I'm talking about self-rising flour. So I'm adding my one cup of sugar to my bowl. And it's a great time to just take a peek and make sure that the butter in your loaf pan in the oven isn't burning yet. If it's completely melted, you can take it out, but mine has a little bit to go. So now I'm adding my one cup of milk. I'm using whole milk, but with this recipe, you can use other types of milk. You can use reduced fat milk, non fat milk, or you can use plant based milks like oat milk or soy milk or almond milk. And the last thing I'm adding to my bowl is my one teaspoon of kosher salt and my one teaspoon of vanilla extract. And as far as vanilla extract, I like using vanilla and salt in baking not because it necessarily makes things salty or taste like vanilla but it just helps you taste all of the other flavors. All right so I'm gonna just whisk this until everything comes together and again if you need to check on your melted butter to make sure that you're not overdoing it because The milk solids and butter, once it melts, it can burn. Um, So you do wanna check on that to make sure it's not burning. But I want a fairly smooth batter, so I'm just giving it a whisk. And my batter looks really nice and lovely. So I'm gonna stop whisking now. Okay, I just checked, and my pan with the butter is melted, so I'm using an oven mitt. Don't forget to use an oven mitt, guys, because it's hot and I'm pulling it out of the oven and I'm just gonna pick up the pan and kind of swirl, carefully swirl that melted butter around so that it kind of starts to go up the edges of the pan. This is gonna be how we butter the pan. And I'm gonna lift my bowl with my batter and I'm going to carefully pour it into my pan with the melted butter. And I am going to kind of lightly mix it together. And, you know, growing up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on the weekend sometimes go and pick blueberries, especially um, in late May and June when blueberries were in season. And I would go with my friends, including one of my friends, Grace, and we would just come home with gallons of blueberries And blueberry picking, you know, for for east coasters that have been apple picking, it's pretty different than apple picking because the blueberries, you've got the ripe berries right next to the berries that aren't quite ripe. And you know, you have to you have to it takes a quite a bit of work. So I got home, I didn't want to waste a single blueberry, and thankfully Grace recommended this recipe and The great thing about this recipe, you get the caramelized edges from that melted butter in the pan. And you also get, um, you get like a nice gooey berry center, which really goes great with the ice cream. All right, so now we're gonna add the blueberries. I've got my cup of blueberries that are rinsed and relatively not super wet. So I'm just gonna go ahead and sprinkle them right on the top of the buckle. And you know what you might be wondering like what is a buckle anyway so a buckle it's like a cousin to the cobbler um and i have a whole chapter in my book about pies tarts and cobblers so this is in that chapter and you know buckles they they've been around for a long time it's like a pretty traditional recipe and i think they're ready for a comeback so i want all of you guys Make this recipe, let me see it on Instagram. Go ahead and tag me at Foodie in New York so I can see it and share it. And we're gonna bring the buckle back into style, so. All right, I've got my blueberries all wonderfully kind of dropped into the pan pretty evenly. And now I'm going to go ahead, put it in the oven and bake it. So we wanna bake this um, until the edges are nice and brown and caramelized. The top is going to be a little bit golden and you don't want it to be, you know, you want it to be set in the center. You don't want it to be jiggly or anything. So it's going to take about 50 to 60 minutes. So hit pause, come back when your buckle is ready and we will finish it off. All right, it's been about 57 minutes for me and I took a peek and my buckle looks amazing. It is, if I give it a jiggle, it's set in the center. It's got these nice uh, caramelized brown edges and it smells so good. So it's ready. And what I'm going to do, I'm taking it out of the oven and I'm just going to place it on a cooling rack. Um, You can enjoy this warm, you can and should, but let it sit on a cooling rack for about 10 minutes so that it's not like too hot because you definitely don't want to burn yourself with those hot jammy oh so good blueberries. And we are back. This is Play Be Your Recipe, I'm Valerie Lomas and today we are making my one bowl blueberry buckle and we're just coming back to the point where I've taken the buckle out of the oven I've sat it on a cooling rack to cool for about 10 minutes, and it's still pretty warm, but I don't think I can wait any longer. So it's time to take a scoop out and try it. So I'm just scooping right into my pan. And if you've got ice cream, get that ice cream scoop out and have some with it because this is perfect with ice cream. gosh this is so so good it reminds me of summertime in louisiana and oh these blueberries are are so plump and just perfect and this so you guys you have to try this All right, everybody, how did your one bowl blueberry buckles turn out? If your buckle kind of buckled in the middle, that is perfectly fine. It happens, hence where it got its name from. And, you know, if, as long as you've got some caramelized edges and it's set, you know, like a nice, gooey, warm cobbler will be, I think you've succeeded and taste it and let me know how it tastes. So thank you for letting me play you a recipe today. You can find me on social media, on Instagram at Foodie in New York, on my website, foodieinnewyork.com. And you can find this recipe along with about 100 others in my new cookbook, Life is What You Bake It. Thanks, everyone. Bye.